Still 4-3. Diamondbacks up over the Brewers. That's in the bottom of the fifth. But, oh, boy, the Brewers got the bases loaded oh, no. right no. now. The Brewers. Oh. They're turning Count up to Uh-oh. Everybody in Milwaukee on their feet at the place formerly known as Miller Park. It'll always be Miller Park to me. I don't like these new names. Like, like Heinz Field will always be Heinz Field. You know, like when we're renaming Bob. Oh, no. Oh, they're about to knock some runs. Oh! What a play. What a great defense. You got to oh, they just man. double, double them, up? them up? That's how wow. we do it. Those are my Diamondbacks. The my Diamondbacks future retirement doubled home. Doubled them up and not a single run scoring there. Look at that. Tito, you, know, my... you got family in uh, yeah. Arizona? I feel I like do. we all. I feel like great everybody. Everybody Great has family. My grandma used to call them the D-backs. That was her favorite team. She would always lament on how the D-backs would find a player that she fell in love with, and then they would ultimately get rid of them uh, at a very, very deep discount. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Such is life in Major League so Baseball. I was going to yeah. say, so many teams around team. baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's just... There's still such a separation. Philly's also Justin up. Upton. She used to love Justin Upton. I do Upton. remember Justin Upton. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. a big fan of both the of Uptons. Course. Mm-hmm. Justin and BJ. Yep. Both were great. Uh, Philly up 3-0 on Miami right now. That's in the top of the fifth. One out. No runners on, though, uh, at the moment. Wheeler's still out there. Wheeling and dealing. This is what we want to see. Deal, boy. Deal. That's what we want to see. All right. You want to get back to uh, power rankings here? Yeah, let's. Trista gave out hers. Actually, recap yours real quick so we can go back to that. Top ten. We'll keep it real quick. Number one, Bills. Number two, Niners. Number three, Eagles. Number four, Cowboys. Number five, Dolphins slip all the way from one to five. Chiefs six, Lions seven, Ravens eight, surprising Rams at nine, and Seahawks rounding out the top ten. I love it. I uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this is the toughest part because it's so early in the season still. And we're starting to figure out who some of these teams are. Mm-hmm. Some of these teams, like, um, I posted my power ratings and I did it on Facebook for, like, my friends back home and, like, all their dads. And everybody was like, <laughs> Horvath, how the hell do you have the Bengals still in your top ten? How are they number nine? I can't completely drop off the Bengals. Now, this week I did, even though, re- like, realistically, they should still probably be, like, number ten because we have a big enough sample size the last three years of this team. But they're beat to hell right now, and yeah. I don't know how you make the case for them after scoring three points against Tennessee. And, like, Joe Burrow's beat up. I get that right now, but he's not pushing the ball down the field. You lose T. Higgins, but that's against Tennessee's pass defense, which mm-hmm. isn't very good. So uh, I did take the Bengals out, but this is tough to do. I do stick with the Bills, number one, uh, for the second consecutive week. I feel pretty good about the Bills' Super Bowl futures, and we got some good news for the Bills because Von Miller is going to be coming back to yes. practice. Saw it last year, even though he's a little bit older, eight and a half sacks. And that defense, I was looking at this. Right now their defense is third or better in the following categories. Points allowed, total yards allowed, uh, what opponents do in the red zone, red zone efficiency, second in sacks, and then they're second in touchdown percentage as well. So they're getting after the quarterback. They're doing it with natural, natural pressure. They're not having to blitz a whole lot. And I really like this defense right now. Now, what sucks? Injuries. Trey White, going to miss the rest of the season. Poyer's already dinged. But you do have depth. Um, and again, you're going to get Bob Miller back. Offensively, Josh Allen, since that week one uh, S show in the second half against the Jets, mm-hmm. 76% completion percentage, 812 yards. He's not really pushing the ball down the field. He did against Miami, yep. I believe, like 12 yards per attempt. But other than that, like 86 we talked about this. They've completely changed that offense. More two tight end sets. Um, I'm going to be playing all the tight end props again this week. Kincaid, over three and a half receptions every single week. Uh, week. But Josh Allen looks good. 
Uh, they're still not running the ball the way that I want them to, but they're using James Cook more, and um, I think he's only going to get better as the season goes on. Offensive line's actually been pretty good, even Spencer Brown, who I hate. Um, so feel pretty good about the Bills as my number one team. Number two, you got to stick with San Francisco. Brock Purdy, who I wasn't a full believer in, looked really good. I believe he had, what, one incompletion, 20-21, 283 yards, and he pushed the ball down the field, 13.5 yep. yards per attempt. That's really impressive. Brandon Ayuk's an absolute stud. Debo's your gadget guy. Um, but you know what he does against zone defense. So that's what I love. Like, Ayuk could go off against man. Debo could be your zone beater or really your man beater. He could do it all. He's one of my favorite players in the league. You have Kittle, who's actually healthy. And then on the defensive side of the ball, the only thing that scares me a little bit, it's not even so much their secondary and how you know bad they are against wide receivers outside the top 20 defending deep balls. But I think they should be fine, especially with that pass rush. And as long as Nick Bosa stays right, healthy, exactly. love the linebackers. Fred Warner is one of the best inside linebackers as far as coverage. So tight ends don't kill him. Running backs don't really kill him. But their red zone defense hasn't been very good for San Francisco uh, for their standards. So that scares me a little bit. But they're going to be able to score points against anybody. Christian McCaffrey's a touchdown machine. He's just got to stay healthy. Hopefully they get Eli Mitchell back in the mix here so I can play some anytime touchdowns, plus 250, and he actually appears on the field. Chiefs number three because they're the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now they're, they're, be, they're being carried by their defense. Um, and that's scary because when the offense finally clicks. But I agree, like, they need that guy to step up in the wide receiver room. MVS is a really nice piece as your number two, as your number three. He's never going to be a number one. Travis Kelsey, by default, is your number one. Um, but right now, it's still Mahomes and Andy Reid, but the offense isn't fully clicking, and they're still winning games. So Can I ask scary. you a quick question? Yeah. Do you think that – I know the Chiefs have such a good culture in the reclamation project of wide receivers. Do you think Chase Claypool is worth a look? Or is he a cancer? I'm going to say, like, if anybody could figure out how to use Chase Claypool and get the most out of him, it would be Andy Reid. But, yeah, and I just, I don't know what it is with Chase Claypool. I don't think he cares. So I'm going to say no on that. I mean, football makes sense because he's 6'4 and he runs a 4'4. And you could stick him in the slot. You know what I mean? But, I mean, like, this would be his third team. Chicago couldn't get anything. Like, Pittsburgh couldn't get anything out of Everybody you know wanted I mean? him out of town the minute he that's, got there. That's a really good culture, I think, Mike Tomlin's culture. I know that, like, some disagree because of the locker room videos, the A.J. Brown stuff, the Ben Roethlisberger yeah. stuff. But if he if they couldn't get anything out of him, I'm going to say no. Um, but, man, I mean, I think he'd be worth a look because that wide receiver room isn't great. I think they'll figure it out by, like, week eight, week nine. Cowboys number four for me. I was actually really, really impressed with the Cowboys defensively this week. Uh, offensively... I like Dak more than most. I really like Tony Pollard, and I love their weapons, man. CeeDee Lamb's a nightmare matchup because he's not your traditional number one wide receiver. You could stick him in the slot, but the thing that I really liked from Dallas this week was Jake Ferguson. Like, mm-hmm. finally stepped up as their tight end one. Caught all seven targets, I believe. He's going to be a nightmare matchup. Ends. I really like Ferguson, too. I loved him at Wisconsin. And then defensively, uh, they figured some things out. I can't wait for that game coming up this weekend against San Francisco. We're going to learn a lot about Dallas this weekend. So they're my number four. Eagles number five. Yeah, like we want to see more from the Eagles, but do they really owe us anything and do they need to show us anything? They were just in the Super Bowl. They're unbeaten right now. And why put too much on tape? I mean, nothing's really changed other than your running back situation. Swift's getting more carries. Defensively, Jalen Carter's an absolute stud. What the hell were the Chicago Bears thinking? Not just standing pat and taking him. They just never get it right. But it's hard to make the case against the Eagles being a top five team. Um, 
But again, like they could have lost to the commanders. And if you take away some of the stuff, like some of the fluky stuff, the commanders should have won that game. Number six, I got to go with Baltimore because we haven't seen them fully healthy. And again, they continue to win games defensively, not your traditional Ravens defense. I like Kyle Hamilton, though, did have an interception in the red zone uh, last week. Obviously, he's a Notre Dame guy, so I love him. Patrick Queen hasn't looked this good since coming into the league. He's been actually pretty solid in coverage, not just rushing the quarterback. Roquan Smith's grading out very well. Offensively, they have a beat-up offensive line. No J.K. Dobbins, no OBJ, and they're still scoring points. Way too much Lamar using his legs the last couple weeks, though. We need him healthy. Lions, number seven, because offensively, they could score 30-plus points any week against any defense, uh, except for the Kansas City Chiefs, apparently. And then defensively, they're getting pressure at a 35% rate. They're a top-five run defense. Hutchinson looks like the real deal. Probably should have went number one. Um, number eight, I got to go with the Dolphins. I'm not going to drop them off too much. I think they'll, if anything, beat Buffalo in Miami. Um, Tua was under pressure in that game. I think that was just a big Sean McDermott game for Buffalo. You know, he's taken over the defense once again, and uh, he got McDaniel's number this time. I think McDaniel's will get him the next time. They'll have the perfect game plan. The Dolphins are only going to get better, too. Vic Fangio, this is year one. That pass defense is only going to get better, and hopefully they're going to get Jalen Ramsey back, and hopefully he goes back to being Jalen Ramsey. Seattle, um, they're not even using all their weapons yet. JSN, he had six targets last night, but only had three receptions. I want to see more Zach Charbonnet. And then defensively, I love Devin Witherspoon. But last night, 11 sacks, two interceptions, one taken to the house. That looks like a really good defense. Not quite Legion of Boom good, but man, like I think the offense, you might be able to make the case that this offense is better than those offenses. So uh, Seattle could be a scary team. And then the Browns, you got to drop a little bit, but just injuries. You know, I, they still have a really good offensive line. They have a historically good defensive line through five weeks or four weeks, but um, no Deshaun and DTR didn't get it done for me. So they got... I'm going to put him 10. Seattle's starting to climb. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of people are starting to realize after the starts of the season, you're going, oh, okay. You feel like, more comfortable with DTR or you feel more comfortable Deshaun. with Deshaun? Yeah, DTR is not ready yet. I did want to see that really bad, but they scored three points yeah. in that game. Big um, difference between preseason and regular season. Yeah, right? But if Deshaun totally. comes back and he looks like he did two weeks ago, I, I like the weapons enough. I like Cooper a lot. I like Najoku, even though he's playing with burns all over his face and arms right now. And that defense that is mask he wore really was good. nuts. Yeah. I can't believe he played in that game. That's maybe one of the craziest yeah. things I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I want to put in this top 10? But um, you can't. So, uh, you guys, when we went to the NFC, I'm like right there with Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay is yeah. like a fringe top 10 team. Yeah. Because how much do you drop them off from last year and the year before with Tom Brady? Obviously, quite a bit. Four to five points, six points. But... Baker looks really, really good. I watched that game when I was coming in, and I was stuck in traffic just like really quickly one last time, and Baker looks really, really good. And I think his guys are starting to buy in a little bit. Like, Mike Evans wanted to trade, and now he looks kind of happy. Um, they can't run the ball. If they were able to run the ball, I'd like that offense more, but the defense kind of, they're, they're playing inspired. I mean, obviously they lost to Philadelphia a couple weeks ago, and they didn't really show much in that game. They barely had the ball. But Tampa Bay might be a scary team, especially just because in the NFC, nobody's really running away with anything yeah. other than, you know, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and then in the north, the Lions might be able to just, like, get yeah. out and hide now because the Vikings is, are terrible. This is the best completion percentage we've seen from Baker Mayfield in his entire career. He looks really, really good. He's, got, he's got good receivers and a good defense behind and, him, yep. too. And this is what I we mean, were saying. Like, we have to remember, like, Baker year two with Stefanski went to the playoffs won a playoff game, beat a pretty good Steelers defense on the road in that game, and then he got hurt the next year, and like his teammates pretty much gave up on him. I mean, Baker, this is a Heisman Trophy winner. Um, granted, that's college football, but he could make the throws. 
I mean, listen, we, we saw it a little bit with the Rams. It was, again, also, too, with the Browns at the end. When, when you're hurt, like, that, he shouldn't have been out there in the first place. You, you put out a bad image for everybody else to see, and that was the last image that he had. All right, 49ers stay number one for me. I just It's just hard to find very few. There's, like, no weaknesses with this team, except for one thing. They're really bad in terms of red zone defense right now. I mean, their red zone, yeah. the touchdown rate is at 66%. They're giving up touchdowns on 66% of the trips their opponents have in the red zone. But you mentioned it, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy came in on the day, yeah, or on on Sunday, zero for three on any pass traveling thirty or more yards, and he was two for two on Sunday in that. So, like the one big thing with him was that he was just, just not completing long throws. Yeah, and he's gotten much better with the long ball there. The 49ers are great defensively. They they just got everything there, so they're going to stay number one for me. You go out, you win against the Cardinals, who really are a better team, I think, than we realized at the beginning. They stay number one. I'm not moving them. I jump the Bills up to number two. Trey White, like you brought up, Trista being out. I mean, that's that's a major problem for them, and I think that that's going to be something that's going to come back to haunt them a little bit, but Josh Allen taking care of the football. No more hero ball. He realized now, okay, I can't do what I did week one against the Jets anymore, and they just, I mean, they've eviscerated the, the Dolphins. I mean, they took that team. Everybody loved them for the 70 points and got caught up in the moment, and it was like a big, me. beautiful cake with... Yeah, and it right. So listen, they put up 70 points. I'm not even going to blame you for that. But in reality, now we see, oh, the Bills actually show that they're a much more balanced team than where the Dolphins are at the moment. But we also know the Dolphins can score with anybody. But they're not going to be... They fell a lot for me. Eagles are number three. They're finding ways to win. They're 27th in passing yards allowed, though. So they're giving up a, a ton in the air. They've got to figure that out. And they're giving up the third most passing touchdowns so far this season. They've given up nine this year so they're going to have to shore up their secondary. It's not just the offense, but that defensive line is just, like, it, it's impossible to get through. We've seen, I mean, it is just loaded with talent there. The Chiefs come in at number four, and a lot of it is, guess what? you got Patrick Mahomes, and he makes up for the lack of weapons beyond Travis Kelsey that you're dealing with right there. But the offensive line is... It's okay, right? Like, it's an average offensive line, maybe above average, but we wouldn't look at it as something that's elite. Isaiah Pacheco continues to grow and continues to be more and more of a weapon for them. They've got to keep using him in the offense, in the run game and in the pass game, for that team to add something that's just beyond Travis Kelsey. Isaiah Pacheco is the second-best weapon that the Chiefs right now have offensively, and they need to continue to go with him. And the defense also needs to generate a few more takeaways, but it's certainly a much better defense than we've seen with this team over the past few years anyway. Cowboys come in at number five for me. I think this is right now, if this defense keeps carrying them, then they're they're in a good spot, but we'll know what they are after. I'm so excited for this game against the 49ers because oh, yeah. it's a test for both of these teams. And I want to see the 49ers go up early, and I want to see what the Cowboys offense can do with Dak Prescott. Can he bring them back in that game? Because at some point, he's going to have to do that, and the defense is going to give up some points. And this is going to be a real test for both sides to see where they stand. Dolphins come in at number six for me. I mean, offensively, we know, right? They can score with anybody, but they let the Bills score on eight of their first nine possessions. They're now, This was my problem, and why I didn't put them at number one last week. They're tied for 27th now in total defense. That's dropped. They're 25th now against the pass. They were 21st last week. They got absolutely destroyed by that Bills offense, so there's just no way that I could put them anywhere in the top five with that. If the defense can get better, that's a team that obviously can win a Super Bowl because the offense can, again, score with anybody. Uh, I put the Lions in at number seven. You go in and you beat Green Bay at Lambeau. That, that's a big deal for them. Just yeah, Not I just for mentally, but it's just a tough place to win no matter what. You know, And, and I mean, all of a sudden, the Lions pass rush is good. Mm -hmm. So they have 13 sacks on the year. 12 of those 13 sacks have come the last two games. 
Well, I mean, they've been absolutely dominant. Aiden Hutchinson has three and a half over that span. Ravens come in at eight. You beat the Browns, but you didn't have Deshaun Watson. More spread out. Can't just have Lamar Jackson. Seahawks nine. We saw what they did last night. We've talked about that throughout the show. And then 10 for me, I put Tampa in there. They're seventh in points yeah, allowed. Baker is the eighth rated quarterback right now in the NFL. Think about that. Three touchdowns against the Saints. They lost to the Eagles, though. I want to see them with another test besides just the Eagles to really see where they stack up. But they come in in the top 10 for me. It's Ben MGM tonight.